Hey everyone, it's Brady from the Hot Take Sports Podcast. Today we'd like to thank the first ever sponsor of the podcast, Rowdy Energy. For those who have never heard of Rowdy Energy, Rowdy is a green tea-based energy drink that comes in nine flavors, six of which are keto diet approved, while the other three have 60% less sugar. Rowdy's main goal is to produce a cleaner and healthier energy drink for not just athletes, but for everyone. The flavors are strawberry lemonade, cotton candy, chiseled ice, which is kind of like a cherry flavor, peach mango, sour green apple, orange citrus, cherry limeade, and the newly unveiled flavors of blue raspberry and grape. The three 60% less sugar flavors are orange citrus, cherry limeade, and grape, and the other six, as I previously mentioned, are zero sugar and keto diet approved. My personal favorite flavor is strawberry lemonade. I've never really been a big tea person, but to me, Rowdy Energy is pretty good. If you haven't given Rowdy a try, you definitely should. For our more local listeners, you can find Rowdy at Meyer, Casey's, or Brinkman's. Once again, thank you to Rowdy for sponsoring today's episode. Now, without further ado, we'll hand it over to the guys for today's episode. All right. Welcome back to Hot Take Sports episode 26. On this episode, we will be discussing primarily fantasy football, one of my personal favorite topics here on the podcast. And yeah, let's just dive right into it. I want to start you guys off with a question that we've talked about a little bit, but not really gone in depth. I gift you the number one overall pick in your fantasy football league. Who do you pick and why? Brady, we'll start with you. Dang. Hope you would start with me. Okay. Um, okay, is everyone, like, perfect health? At the start of the 2021 Where NFL we are season, right now. I gift you the number one pick right now. You have ten seconds. <clears throat> See, I want to pick Christian McCaffrey, but... I, I'll still take McCaffrey. I'm... I'm... I'm going to bank on McCaffrey helping Darnold get to a breakout season. A hot take? It is a hot take. Darnold has a breakout year. All thanks to Christian McCaffrey. How old is Sam Darnold? He is 25, I think. I was going to say, he's not much older than Baker. Okay. Then you call it a breakout year still. I was going to say, let's say, same draft as Baker, two picks after him. Could you imagine if the Browns would have taken Darnold instead of Baker? I think I would either take... Nope. One person. You can't say either or for a first pick. You can't have one and two. You have one. So I went definitive after I was thinking about it. I think I'll take Josh Allen. Don't tell Brady that he took a quarterback before the 14th round. Yeah, that's true. Brady gets pretty triggered when you take quarterbacks and actually try and draft them intelligently instead of ending up with Gardner Minshew. Hey, something wrong with Gardner Minshew. There's a lot of things wrong with Gardner Minshew. Hey, Gardner Minshew for MVP is a great fantasy team name, and it led me to second place. Gardner Minshew has a third-string quarterback behind a tight end right now. Yeah, that's a good point. You hey, know we're right. <clears throat> nothing wrong with said tight end. Thank you. So you're taking a quarterback in the first round? Yeah. Number one. Number one overall. Yeah. So when we have our draft at the beginning of September, we should expect to see Josh Allen going in the first round. Yeah. Okay. I'll hold you to that. Someone will take you I, first I round do have if a question. I, don't I, get I do have a question, though. So, you would really take Josh Allen over Lamar and Mahomes? 
I mean, it's definitely close between them. But I think Josh Allen will hook up with his wide receivers more. And get more fantasy points. Okay. I don't know. The flaw about Lamar, he doesn't throw the ball much. So he can have more off games. Well, I mean, yeah, but when he doesn't throw the ball, he also runs for 100-plus yards. That means he's running the ball if he's not throwing the ball. <laughs> I was going to say, Lamar averages like 30-plus points a game. He's not like a Ben Roethlisberger he's type quarterback. Sure. He's not yeah. a pocket passer. He's the definition of a running quarterback. Mahomes, yes, Mahomes is good, but he has his off games. Yeah. Allen, I seem like, I seem like he can truck people and he can he has an arm. <clears throat> Allen's just Allen can be about as hit and miss as Lamar. Name an off day for Mahomes. Pull out your phone. Go go to whatever app you use. And don't even say the last Super Bowl. That was aimed on Mahomes. No, none no. of that was on Mahomes. No. Find an off game for me. Well, when both of your starting offensive tackles are gone, that's going to tend to... Not and when you're 99 rated well, tight end, looks like, or, yeah, tight end yeah. lets balls bounce off his face mask. Yeah, that doesn't help either. <clears throat> While Isaac's looking that up, Matt, we'll switch to you. Who do you take number one? I give to the pick. I'm taking McCaffrey on a bounce-back season. That's legit. Clinton? I am taking Alvin Kamara, NFL touchdowns leader. Last year, they don't have Drew Brees to throw the ball anymore. I think that his workload's only going to increase. Well, they did sign Devontae Freeman today, too, so... He they, should be fully healthy, too. Yeah. yeah, Alvin Kamara should be completely There was healthy. reports coming out the first few weeks of the offseason that he played on torn MCOs and such... I'm I'm surprised that you didn't say it, but I'm also not surprised because you're you. But no, none of us said Derrick Henry. I was gonna mention that as well, actually. I think he would be a good like early second round pick. There's no no Derrick Henry will go in the first round. Somebody will pick Derrick Henry. I was gonna say there will be at least six running backs off the board in the first eight picks. Yeah, I I would. How many do we have in our league again? Twelve. 12. 12. 12. Okay. 12. Okay. So, yeah, last so, yeah. Derrick Henry should go in the first round. Yeah. My only issue with Derrick Henry is with his workload and the simple fact that he does not have a major injury yet. He's going to get one here soon, you would think. Yeah, I think he's kind of, I don't want to say due for an injury, but, like, he's in, the pieces are falling into place. You got to think the Titans run should be running most of the time. Well, but, I mean, when you think about it, Derrick Henry didn't really get going until like halfway through his second year, because he was just like one of those average guys of like, oh yeah, they took me a decent spot, but I'm just gonna be okay. But like he was sharing carries with Deion Lewis there for a while in Tennessee, and now, I mean, he's obviously full blown at two thousand plus yards last week. Exactly. I'm just more nervous that his workload will cause him to have an injury. Kind of like Todd Gurley? Yeah. Exactly. I don't blame him. That makes sense. Yeah, I haven't found anything. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, we we didn't expect you to. I I am not a QB. You agreed with him. About what? When he said, but Patrick Mahomes can have those off games, you said, oh, yeah. Well, everybody has an off game every once in a while. Find one. Well, obviously, it's not, not any for Mahomes yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. 
Dude, the dude's messed up his ankle multiple times last season. It's constant. The ankle will go off underneath him eventually. So what I'm hearing from the two of them is they expect Patrick Mahomes to have more off games than Josh Allen this year. That's what I'm hearing. I didn't say that. That's the only reason right I'm there. not picking Mahomes. No, Patrick Mahomes will still be the best quarterback in the league. But Mahomes. he will have at least one he will have at least one off game. Mahomes has For any number of reasons. He will have at least one. Probably Mah- only one. But still. Mahomes Reason you don't pick Mahomes because he has a there's, good there's, running there's game. There's no reason you don't pick Mahomes. Why would you not him? pick Patrick Mahomes? Clyde I mean, Edwards Hilaire is an average running back. I was going to say, I, I said it. Run with it. Call me whatever. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is an I'll, average running back. I'll call you Clinton because well, you're right. You have that kind of quarterbacking beside you. You don't have to run you the ball. You don't have to exactly. be yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, But they run more than Buffalo. I understand. Well, I think it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter who runs more than what. Patrick Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes is, is better. It should be should go over Josh Allen personally. Oh yeah, like I know I know we've just been talking about it. I I do firmly believe Mahomes will have one bad game, but Josh Allen's gonna have like three or four. Lamar's gonna have three or four. Brady, didn't you say you were taking Josh Allen as your first QB this year though? I am. Yes. Wonder why. So I firmly don't believe Mahomes will, or Lamar will make it to me or to where I want to take take a QB. Seventh round. I was thinking eleven. I was thinking twelve. If if I'm in like the back third of our draft, I'm taking quarterback round one. That's really all. That's really all there is. Because there won't be any running backs that I want. I never. I don't like taking QBs in the first two rounds. To be completely honest, I, I, I don't either. Have. That's part of the problem. I've got no problem taking QBs right off the bat to piss everyone off. Well, see, the last time I, I the last time I took a quarterback in the first round, I took Mahomes at three and then picked Lamar Jackson as my backup. That was the year Lamar won MVP. <laughs> so I could have had a top tier running back, but instead I had two top tier quarterbacks. So there was there was that. So you traded one. You I did. One. Then Patriots defense dramatically fell off. That was when they were like, un un. I got like the Patriots defense mm-hmm. and a really good wide receiver. Who I, I can't was say. You traded Patrick Mahomes for a defense? No, no, I oh no, it was it was defense plus. I just can't remember what receiver it was, but no, the Patriots were like eight or nine and zero at the time, and their defense went because my defense was horrid, and I need another wide receiver. So that's what I did. I added. I traded him to a last place team. So because I know I wouldn't have to worry back on playoff time. So I mean, we we're just talking about quarterbacks, running backs. Who's your guys' number one fantasy receiver? Receiver? Who is your go-to receiver if you can get him? I mean, I'm I'm personally Tyreek Hill. Naturally. For me, anyway. Devontae Adams. That's another good one, for sure. Especially yeah. with Aaron Rodgers coming back. DeAndre Hopkins, for me. I like yeah, Tyler Murray. I was going to say, I think that's a good one. The Hopkins-Murray duo is good. Um, oh, I'm so sorry for that. Michael Thomas will be an interesting pick this year. See what happens. Because he went really high last year. Because he still had Drew Brees. But then he was injured most of the season. So now there's the factors of he doesn't have his, you know, top 10 QB of all time. Yeah. Plus, he doesn't, nobody knows what his you know, health status is going to be, and if he's going to be able to stay healthy, so. Hopkins gets traded this year. That would be an insane move by the Saints. He'd be gone already. 
They'd want to move them before camp, so that way they could start move, getting their pieces around. I was going to say, the dude's like two or three years into his NFL career, already has a bunch of receiving records. If you're going to rebuild, why would you get rid of a guy so young? I thought he was older, to be completely honest. Really? No. Oh, speaking of the Saints, I know it's a little off topic, but I just remembered it. Taysom Hill makes more than the entire WNBA. I saw that today. Shouldn't even be legal. Yeah. Taysom Hill makes more being a backup quarterback than the entire WNBA. (laughs) While we're talking about money, Nick Chubb got paid today. Yes, he did. Three years, thirty-six million, twenty million guaranteed. He'll probably be one of the top fantasy running backs this year. Top ten. He'll be top ten for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's honest to God, in my opinion, the only thing that's really stopping Nick Chubb from winning the rushing title this year is Kareem Hunt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why yeah. don't you have him? At, Kareem Hunt should be our third down back. Kareem Hunt, and Derrick Henry. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think yeah, I think even Our, without Kareem Hunt, Derek Henry still rushes Chubb. But it's good to have Hunt in there if we have a scenario like last year. Where here does knee, didn't he? Yeah, he sprained yeah. his MCL and was out for six weeks. But and he had a major knee now, injury in college. Yeah, yeah he completely yeah, tore his ACL. In yeah, college. that's why Sony himself came a first round pick. Anyway. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Yeah, Damien Harris for life. Yeah, because Sonny Michelle life is garbage. <laughs> Sorry, Damien Harris for the next two years. His offense is garbage. Yeah, that's true. You have a... Cameron Newton and Mac the Meme Jones. Yeah, so you have a washed QB, and you have a... The Home Depot commercial. Yeah, exactly. And then you have no true wide receiver one. I want to bring up something for our viewers. Oh, you're going to bring the tight end thing, aren't you? No. No, I know exactly what he's going to bring up. We, we had this debate a little bit the other day, and I want to have it now again just because it's fun. Why, could Scott, why couldn't Scotty Miller be the wide receiver one on the Patriots? Explain this to me. Bill Belichick would not want to use Scotty Miller as a wide receiver one. He would want to use Scotty Miller the same way the Bucks do, as a deep threat on a deep route, go for the end zone type of guy. He doesn't want Scotty Miller running routes going. Why not? Who else are they going to have to run routes? Why? Why, why? wouldn't you want a fast guy to run quick routes? Because when you have a guy like Scotty Miller, whose like entire like career has been based off of just running straight and catching the ball, use him like that. Jacoby Myers is a good route runner. We already have that. He made it to the NFL for a reason. I feel like he can probably run a route. Oh, I mean, I'm sure Scotty Miller can run a route, but with the, well, he has the straight line speed to just be one of those guys that he can just bomb it over. I'm not gonna lie, he does remind me a little bit of Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks and honestly Terry Kill a little bit, except Terry Kill runs a lot more runs routes. a lot more routes. That's well, like, wide like, one. Like yeah. okay, but Scotty Miller okay here again. Scotty Miller could eventually be wide receiver one, but right this second, no. You're Scottie telling me Miller that if he was in the Patriots camp right now, he would not be competing for wide receiver one. Well, you would totally be competing for wide receiver. One. Well, he okay, as, okay, he, he could, could compete for it, but he, he wouldn't. He could work. as easily. Get wide receiver one as Mac Jones could be your starting quarterback. Uh, that is actually a really good point. I like I, that. I guess I guess that's a fair statement. I guess. I I the can't one I can't tell you. I heard I don't know which normie on the side of me told me, but they said the race was getting closer than expected. I still okay don't see Cam Newton getting displaced before week one. But. I'll just say. Oh yeah. 
So yeah, so I saw a quote. I think it was. I think I actually saw it yesterday morning. It was Bill Belichick says Cam Newton is the starter as of now. Yeah. He's not guaranteeing anything anyway. Yeah. Correct. To switch gears a little bit, let's talk about like a little bit more recent. This happened yesterday. Carson Wentz foot injury. Currently having him sidelined, and they're thinking he might have to have surgery on it. The Colts still typically underplaying all their injuries. You know, underplaying Manning's neck out for the year. Underplayed, um, or sorry, downplayed rather. Multiple luck injuries, and now look where he's at. He retired after the second one. And there was one other injury. In yeah, the I, I can't remember. I remember you were telling me. I don't remember who it was. Oh, well, yeah. they're down playing ones. And the updates just keep getting worse. Does that up Jonathan Taylor's fantasy value? Absolutely. I mean, Jonathan Taylor already Jonathan, has a high yeah, fantasy value. Yeah, he's going to be underrated. Taylor was going to be a sneaky third or fourth round pick anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Taylor are like two of those running backs. That, like The quarterback play is... Right in that little window where the running back play is most of the offense. But the I quarterbacks just, aren't horrible. I do have a scenario that I want to share with all you guys, now that you bring up Josh Jacobs. Start, bench, cut. Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler. Oh, see, that's tough because that depends on your offensive scheme. Because Austin Eckler is a receiving back. So I'm saying, generally speaking, fantasy value running back. Start, bench, cut. I'm going to start Jonathan Taylor, bench Austin Eckler. That's where I'm at. That's, That's where I'm at. Cut for Taylor. sure starting Josh, or Jonathan Taylor. Brady's just mad that I didn't bring up Sonny Michelle. No, take your time. No, we, we, can, we have editing magic, so I'll take your time. I'm I, wanna, I, wanna, I want you to think about it. I mean, Josh Jacobs probably would be end up, end up being the one cut, I think. Just because Eckler has too much passing value to be cut. Jonathan Taylor has too much upside to be cut, really. Yeah, the yeah. Jonathan Taylor has too much upside to get cut. Eckler pass Eckler's passing, uh, passing or pass receiving abilities. There you go. Are I I can't cut that. So, I guess by default, uh, Josh Jacobs. Gets the, gets the shaft here, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eckler. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start Eckler. Okay. Right. Just, just just for passing. Speaking of passing on the Chargers, Justin Herbert. I'm hoping he has a breakout season, man. He's going to be a sneaky quarterback pick this he will, year. He I'll say a sneaky quarterback. I think pick. he's a. He's either an average starter or a really high tier backup. Yeah. For fantasy-wise, of course. Fantasy football speaking. All right. So, here, while we're playing start, bench, cut. Start, bench, cut. Tua, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Start, Herbert, cut, Tua, bench, Trevor. Yep. I would start, Trevor, bench, Tua, and cut, Herbert. Well, that's why you get last half to go to Waffle House. Why don't you, you share that? You have to explain that a little bit. Yes, for those of you, for those of you who uh, and it didn't happen to see the story, there was a fantasy football league where the punisher was the person who got last place had to uh, 
Spend 24 hours in Waffle House, and I'm trying to threaten Isaac with the same. However, might just, I might just have to make him eat Waffle House for all of, all of his meals that day. It's almost the same. Just way less boredom spent sitting in Waffle House. Yeah. Mainly because Isaac's the commissioner, so. And way more time spent on the toilet. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But yes. That's why Isaac is the Skip Bayless of our fantasy football realm. Why would you cut Herbert? I think Lawrence is going to have a good year. That, that's not what we're asking. Have a good rookie year, get a lot of fantasy points. Okay, but that's not that's not who we're worried about. Why are you keeping two on your bench rather than Herbert? That's what we're that's what we really are asking right now. I think Tua will have a good connection to his former wide receiver, and he'll just go off this year with him. See, I remember the last time the Dolphins quarterback actually did well, outside of the man named Dan Marino. So I'm going to uh, continue on that streak. It fits magic the entire first quarter of the last season. I. Yeah, but more or less it's like sustained multi-year success. Because Magic was on and off. Well, this is a fantasy episode, and he was averaging like 28 points a game. So That is true, but he now plays for the WFT. So. They will be fun to watch. That's yeah, true. I'm excited to watch the WFT. The beer yeah. versus the beard. Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting week one. Oh, I'm aware of that. Um, but yeah, the one thing that you have going for you in that scenario is that Tua will be the starter in Miami. That is true. But I can't imagine Tua's going to even compete with Herbert. I don't know about Trevor Lawrence, though. I'm still suspect on the Jaguars' offense, so we'll see. Yeah, well, Jaguars' offense is almost as suspect as the Jets, so... Oh, Good old no, Zach Wilson. No, that's not true because I have no faith in the Jets' offense. That's true. I actually think the Jaguars have a chance, but that's mostly probably me being a homer with the quarterback, and I've been just—I've watched my team get destroyed by Trevor Lawrence multiple times. So that's fair. Yep. And I want to see Tim Tebow succeed. So. Oh yeah. Well, I'm—I have a little bit of favoritism towards the Jaguars. That's year. true. Don't turn on ESPN for the next week if Trevor Lawrence throws a touchdown pass to Tim Tebow. That's literally all that we're going to see. Yeah. That is it. All that I see top ten is going to be different clips from the same play. <laughs> Here's, off the, off the the ball. Here's where he threw the ball. Here's where the offensive line blocked for him to catch the ball. Here's where Tim Tebow stiff arms this dude like Derrick Henry. Here is the flexing of Tim Tebow's arm. <laughs> He 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 still looks for he, he Here's the good. neck length of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Here's like the him. hair length of Trevor Lawrence. Goldilocks, is that you? I did see in the preseason, you know, projections that Leonard Fournette was supposed to start over Ronald Jones this year. I'm not surprised. I am. Ronald Jones keeps getting hurt. Consistently starts to fall off. And Leonard Fournette has been consistently average for the last, like, four years. The dude's still trying to recover from playing for Jacksonville. He's popping off this year. That dude really yeah, did finesse the system. For what? Mm. We'll get to you in a second, but for what? 
1,308 at least. What? No, no way. Flame and hot take. Leonard Fournette does not eclipse 1,000 rushing yards. Not a chance. If Leonard Fournette goes for 1,300, Brady, don't answer. Isaac, what does Chubb go for? Chubb goes for? He's got like 2,000. Me, you won't hit 2,000. I say 1,500. There's no way those two players are that near each other on the running back hierarchy. We'll see. If Ronald Jones blows out his knee, like I almost, like I have a feeling that he will this year. Fournette's gonna get most of the load. What's up with you people predicting injuries? That's just horrid. Because Ronald Jones gets hurt every year. At least I had a reason with workload. I think he just hates Ronald Jones. No, I drafted Ronald Jones last year. I like Ronald Didn't Jones. Did you he end up with hurt. Ronald Jones? I had him and Fournette. Yeah, I, yeah, I traded him. Yeah, Ronald that's Jones. right. I think that's, I ended up that's with how I can talk about my my quarterback upgrading system. So anyways, back to your Fournette finesse in the system. Yeah, that dude literally worked his way off the crappiest team in the NFL and ended up winning a championship, so shout out to you. Well, the only only reason that complained his way off the worst team in the NFL. The only reason they cut Fournette is because of the talent, like how close the talent was between Fournette and James Robinson. Who, by the way, I really hope Etienne doesn't absolutely screw him over because he was really good last year for an undrafted rookie. For anybody, he had That's over true. a thousand yards last year. He's good. It's Absolutely, just, he was on the bad team, so it didn't matter. Yeah, they were. He was on the one in fifteen team that won their first game. Gardner Minshew was like twenty for twenty yeah. two touchdowns that game, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was twenty one for twenty three. I think that's what it was. Because I remember seeing it across the bottom of the screen because that was when the Patriots you know, actually beat the Dolphins. Yeah, actually beat the Dolphins. Let me tell you who has the worst QB situation in football right now, though, and that is the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> that is a monstrosity oh, of a quarterback oh, problem right there. Uh, you have the most overpaid third-string QB I've ever heard of. I'm not going to lie. Players. I would rather be the Bears than the Broncos. That's a nuke take. I think the Broncos are oh, wait, a no. much better no. spot. I guess the, the Broncos have Bridgewater now, don't they? They have Bridgewater and Drew Locke. Okay, never mind. I'm taking that back. I forgot the trade for Bridgewater. Yeah. Both of them. They let Bridgewater start seeking trades after they traded for Sam Darnold. Yeah. yeah I but I, I think, Darnold. I've said this before, I'll say it again. This year is a make-or-break year for Drew Locke and Sam Daniel Jones. Oh, you and Drew Locke gets a chance? Three. Do you think he's day one starter over Teddy Bridgewater? I think as of right now, yes. I think yeah, as of right now. I, I can see it only because it's like his third year in the system. Yep, that's it. Talent-wise, Teddy I Bridgewater. Think, I think the lock and Zach Wilson are going to be in the same spot. They're going to get the keys to start, but as soon as things start going start going the wrong direction, the veteran's going to come in and take over. Let me just tell you, Joe Flacco started for the Jets. That's prime time. Is that what we're using? Four to years that? ago, <laughs> six years ago, eight years ago. Eight years ago. <laughs> I think Bridgewater is there to help Locke and mentor him. Yeah, he's not old exactly enough to mentor him. Just done enough to mentor him. Okay, but he sat behind Breeze for like for a, a year or two. That's plenty of time to learn from Drew Breeze. That doesn't make you the mentor. No, but you can pass it along. Yeah. You- He's never experienced to pass it along. He started for the Panthers for a year. I don't know if that qualifies as veteran experience. He started for a McCaffrey-less Panthers at that. But yeah, that didn't help his cause. Speaking of the Panthers, though, 
Was it Robbie Anderson? Is that his name? Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore are their two wide receivers. They're going to be good picks this year. Robbie Anderson's going to be a good pick this year. I want to see what Sam Darnold does. I hope he's not a bust. Like, I was going to say, I, did do. I hope he doesn't suck. I was going to say, yeah. I've said there was only supposed to be one QB, QB bust from like the larger group of quarterbacks in a draft like that. Not two. Only Josh Rosen can be that bad. I was going to say, right now it's Josh no Rosen. Only Josh Rosen. Especially because Josh Rosen was, yeah, there were nine mistakes before me. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I remember all of the names that were drafted before me. Well, I sure hope so, because they're all better than you. Yeah, they're all still in the league. <laughs> well, You're say, picking wildly. them for your fantasy team. <laughs> wildly enough, they all have starting jobs. You're sitting behind Tua right now, buddy. That's true. I would say from the quarterbacks oh. in the 2018 draft class right now, right now, it is Lamar. Josh Allen, Baker, Darnold, Rosen. Oh, yeah. That's, I, that's pretty legit. I do yeah. have a question. Yeah. So, where we're at now, reflecting back, are you are you still happy with the fact that the Browns took Denzel Ward over Bradley Tobe? I mean, I don't hate our... I don't hate that. Was I a little confused at the time? Yeah, because now Bradley Chubb's an all-pro pass rusher. But, but Denzel Ward's an all-pro... Oh, pro corner, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm asking. We Without Denzel Ward, our corners literally would have been the crappiest corners in the league. And now you guys have elite pass rushers. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just that's just all scenario. It ended scenario. up working out. Yeah. But was I a little confused? Yeah. Am I happy with Denzel Ward? Absolutely. Like we've said. We've said it before. We'll say it again. The Browns have no reason not to be a really good team this year. On paper. Yes. You know who's going to not be good, though? The Lions. Really? Isaac, would you care to argue that point? No, they're going to cover pitch. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. But is their quarterback worth taking? What? Who is, are, is there anyone on that team that's worth taking? John Ray Swift and Jared Goff. Swift. And who? Jared Goff. Do you think Jared Goff is worth taking? As a very, very emergency backup. To throw to who? TJ Hawkinson, that's about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's another one. TJ Hawkinson, yeah, that's about it. Those are about the only three draftable. <laughs> yeah, and even then, even then, golf is stretch. I don't think two out of the three of those count as draftable. I think those are free agents. <laughs> you don't think John Drake's left draftable? Two out of three. Yeah, you say you don't. You say you, you said you don't think that two out of the three are draftable. As in, don't draft two of the three of them. Yeah. yeah. Hawkinson. And Hawkinson and golf. So you do draft Swift. Why? Why would you? Hawkins is one of the better tight ends in the league. It doesn't matter. He's only got one good offensive lineman to protect Jared Goff. He plays for Jared the Goff Lions, now. and Jared Goff is throwing to him, and he's a tight end. No, I don't think he's that worth it. Okay, and Darren Waller is catching passes from Derek Carr, your point? My point, I'll take Derek Carr over Jared Goff. Yeah. Everybody hates Derek Carr for literally no reason. Yeah, I know. Literally everybody hates the because guy. the Raiders are god-awful. <laughs> The Raiders shouldn't, shouldn't even be as bad as they are. Like, on paper, way. they're actually a really solid offense. But on the field, they're horrible. <laughs> like, Derek Carr, okay, he had, he had one really good year. After that, he's just been mediocre. They picked up Kenyon Drake. Josh Dickens and Kenyon Drake will be a really solid running back duo. I think they're trying to do what the Browns have been doing. They're going to put Kenyon Drake in a Kareem Hunt type role. That's the Raiders' way. 
I just think John Gruden needs to go back to the broadcast booth. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing himself any favors. John Gruden honest. needs to go to the Louis bin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll take a little flip here. Defense. What are the top three defenses to get in fantasy football this year? The Ravens and the Steelers, honestly, should probably both be on there. I would probably say the, Browns. the Steelers. The Browns. Uh, I thought the Steelers would... lost a bunch of defensive players, though. Yeah, but Mike Tomlin's a good enough defensive-oriented coach to where no matter they, who they have out there, they'll still get turnovers and score points. The Browns, I'm hesitant to pick because it's their first real season playing with guys like John Johnson and Troy Hill implementing them. But see, I think John Johnson just makes them better, even even with just now implementing them. Well, John Johnson makes most teams better. He's one of the better safeties in the league, for sure. I mean, I'd gladly take John Johnson, especially now that Patrick Chuck McDermott. Only problem I have with the Browns, I think I would probably have to give them a week and see how they gel. He's yeah. gonna pick him in like the fifth round. I don't know why he's talking. <laughs> fifth, I thought it'd be like the third. Then he's gonna take. Oh, it's Cody Parker. No, he's gotta be able to take OBJ and Jarvis. Well, he's, he's taking Cody Parkey round so. one, so I'm not oh, sure what the debate is. Cody Parkey round one. I almost had Zane Gonzalez. I'm like, yeah, that's not Zane Gonzalez anymore. Cody Parkey went one for five at training camp the other day. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Cody. <sighs> you guys are off to a great start. I mean, I guess Isaac did say that they're going to be like 15th or 16th. So, good job, Isaac. You've doomed 16. your own franchise. I don't know why you're... You and Isaac are having the opposite problem. You are hopelessly positive about the Patriots. Well, yeah, that's the goal. Isaac, for whatever reason, was hopelessly negative about the Browns. I'm obviously going to be hope. I'm obviously, I'm always going to be ho- hopelessly positive about my teams. He did think his team was going to win a championship this year. That's true, I did. Yeah, that's true. You thought the Jazz would. Told him from the very beginning his team was the farthest away from winning a championship. Out of our threes? Yeah. We talked about that. I know we did. Match is probably closest right now. Because it's very odd to think about. I don't know. I don't know. I thought so, we had to Different episode. What do you think about the Seahawks this year? Just in general. Because they were super disappointing. And they went from being like a top three defense in the league, then all of a sudden COVID, no fans, et cetera, and all of a sudden their defense was just god-awful. Oh, their court, their secondary was terrible. I don't they were so bad. Their defense is just atrocious. Always has been. Well, no, no I guess not I always say, What do you mean been. always has been? So that's they how were... they got to the Super Bowl. Sorry, sorry. I say always, but like since 2016 on, it's been horrible. I don't that's legit. Point. I was going to say, 2016 feels like an always at this point. It is 2021 now. That was right. like five years ago. I don't know about the Seahawks. They're either good or just trash. That's a lot of room for error in there. All I have to say is, yeah. is ever since Marshawn Lynch did, didn't run the ball at the one-yard line, they haven't been good. Like, they've been good, but not good enough. I think Russell Wilson is still a good enough quarterback, and he has Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. That's a better wide receiver duo than most teams will have. See, I think Ty- Tyler Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's biggest problem is he burns himself out so much in the first half of the season. He's just never good in the second half. Like they go all out. Like yeah, they win the two, like two to four games that they need to in the second half to make the playoffs. 
but he can't sustain it for a whole season. That's why he's never gotten an MVP vote. Think about it. Yeah. Another thing to think about, a quarterback that we have not brought up yet this year, who, if he can stay healthy, will, I think, be honestly the highest scoring quarterback in the NFL, Dak Prescott. I can see it. That team, again, they have Ezekiel Elliott. Cool. That, that was team, my next question. That team is a passing team now. Yeah. Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. That team is a passing team. Didn't they take team. another wide receiver? No, they picked a linebacker. Yeah, they picked Micah Parsons. Oh, that's right. Out of Penn State. First, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah. he was their first rounder. Okay. Is, do, you, do you still consider Ezekiel Elliott a top 10 running back? No. Well, do you think he will ever get back to that? He could. There's no reason why he couldn't. Can right? you name the ten above him for me? Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook. I thought we already said Dalvin. No. Am I crazy? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, for sure. Hang on, I'm running through my theory division. I don't think CEH is above him. He just isn't that good. Not yet. Would you put Josh Jacobs of Josh Jacobs right now above him? Yeah, Josh Jacobs for now. I don't. You don't? I do. So there's eight for me. Austin Eckler. Yeah. And Chris Carson. Well, Chris Carson's not a bad one either. I don't think Chris Carson was good enough last year for me to put him over. Ezekiel has just been too inconsistent. He just fumbles a lot. That's my biggest knock on Zeke. But that was only last year. Every other season, he has not been that guy. Yeah, but you said right now. That's what I'm going with. Right now, he's not top ten. And he absolutely could get back there. There's literally no reason why he couldn't. Yeah. He's just not that guy right now. Not that guy. The Cowboys. This is the last time we saw him. The biggest reason the Cowboys didn't win games last year was just their defense was terrible. And they lost their quarterback. Yeah. Dak Prescott threw for over 500 yards against the Browns, and they still ended up losing that game. And then Dak Prescott's poor ankle. Yeah. That was that was a horrifying injury. Yeah, that was a, that was a bad injury. Amari Cooper will be a sneaky pick this year. Yeah. I don't even think he's really that sneaky. Amari Cooper's a good wide receiver with a good quarterback. CeeDee Lamb or, or Amari Cooper, who do you take first? What? CeeDee Lamb right now. Me too. Interesting. That's why I think CeeDee Lamb's got a lot more boom or bust to him, though. Yeah. yeah. Amari Cooper's a lot more consistent. I look at CeeDee Lamb, and I think, like, 8 points or 20. And looking at Amari Cooper, I see a steady 10 to 12. So, yeah. So, we, we've already mentioned the WFT, mentioned the Cowboys. Is there a single Eagles player even worth picking this year? Jalen Hurts is a backup, and if you really are feeling aggressive, you can pick Devontae Smith. That's that's about it. I'd have to see Devontae Smith after the first couple weeks. Zach Ertz is still on the roster. What, Do you take Zach Ertz as a backup tight end? No. Not even as a backup? No. I'd take him as a backup. I, was gonna, I'd take I, I, would, I would say not. Just He'd be like a it. backup like, if one of my tight ends got hurt... Well, yeah, obviously. I would maybe pick him up just to have him, but... Throw a guy in the reserve spot and just put him there. Exactly, but... Fair enough. I would never pick Zach Ertz. Um, is Kenny Galladay worth taking? Nope. No. He's 
I think that he's oh. going to be just one of those guys that ends up succumbing to injuries over time, and he's got Daniel freaking Jones to throw him the ball. So Unless you're desperate for a wide and, receiver. Oh, that's another they guy. They just paid him a lot of money. That's another guy we missed in our top ten list. Oh, over oh Saquon. Saquon. I knew there was somebody else. Yeah, kick out Josh like, Jacobs and throw Saquon in there. So that's... I mean, they, they, yeah. I, there are still more I put over Zekelia than what we have. I would, I would argue Joe Mixon to Zekelia. Did you say Derek? Last year, Joe Not Mixon last, to Zekelia. Not last year, no. I'd take Zeke over Joe Mixon. I had Joe Mixon. Oh, yeah, like, that's true. Joe Mixon had one week where he scored like four touchdowns, and then he was consistently low. If Joe Mixon had see the Bengals wide receiving core this year. I want to see I just hope Joe can do it. I just hope Joe Burrow doesn't get his knee blown out again. You know, they passed on Penny Sewell in favor of adding another weapon, which that's a calculated risk right there, especially when you're fresh, face your franchise. They did take an offensive lineman in there with their next pick, but I mean, so it's, still it's still not quite comparable. But Penny Sewell is one of the best offensive tackle prospects at a very, very I'm long time. Very, I just don't get how they passed that I'm line. very intrigued to see... What he does in Detroit? They needed him. <laughs> well, I know, I, like I know they needed him, but yeah. but like, how much better does he make the offense? Like, obviously, Detroit's offense is still going to be absolute garbage. I was gonna say, but how, but like, how much better does he does he still make it? He's still only one man, and he's still a rookie. Oh yeah, I it's know going to much. take him a little bit to adjust one way or the other. And I saw a quote on ESPN the other day. Sometimes in an offensive line situation, it's better to have no weak links than one standout player. And I think that that's kind of where the yeah. Lions are at right now. Yeah. All eyes are going to be on Penny Sewell, and I can't even name another player on their offensive line right now. So. Now, there is this is a quarterback that I'd be, I mean, probably, like, Aaron Rodgers just re-upped his contracts to where he's he's out after the season. Right. He's going to be worth taking, right? You don't think that there's going to be a trade midway through? No. I said, I, don't, I didn't no. think there would be. I just didn't know if not at all. anyone else would. Like I said, I would not pick a quarterback probably in rounds one and two for sure. But I don't see any reason why I wouldn't pick him. I mean... When you it's have, coming off of an MVP season one way or the other. Exactly. And when you have Devontae Adams to throw the ball to, you're setting yourself up for success. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how that Amari Rodgers from Clemson does. Because that, that could be another piece that Rodgers needs. <laughs> Getting back Randall Cobb. Did you see what Randall Cobb said about it, though? No. He's, he's talking about how much, like, how much freer he feels and... I can't remember exactly what terminology he used for Green Bay, but he call it, he like called Houston like a startup and like a prison, which I thought was very interesting. Well, I mean, isn't that pretty much what it is right now with the crap show they got going on over there? Well, that's another question, actually. Is Deshaun Watson draftable? No. You don't think so? 15th round, if he's there, I might pick him just to stash him. Well, he's gonna, he, I think he's, he's going to play. As of right now, that's what it looks like. Our draft's not till the beginning of September. Right, and he's by then it could come out that hey, Deshaun Watson's gonna actually be part of the team. He's gonna play. Well, and he's in. He's in. Training. That I was happens, say, he's in camp right now. He's in he's camp. Playing. He's taking reps. Exactly. So who else is gonna play? 
Tyrod Tyron Taylor is their backup right now. Okay, again, I say, who else is going to play? <laughs> so, yeah, I think they drafted that Davis Mills. Don't State. worry. They again, have... I say, who else is yeah, going to play? Yeah, I, I know that much. <laughs> well, Don't low. worry. They have three running backs to hand the ball off to now. They have David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, and Mark Ingram. That's true, they do. But no, uh, Watson put himself as QB4 on the depth charge because he wants to work his way back up. He wants he wants to prove to his team that yeah. he still keep you on. I don't I don't I don't blame him. I mean, it's gonna take a lot more than that to prove to the to the whole world that he's the QB one on and off the field. But well, on the field will be easy for him. He well, is yeah. the best quarterback on their depth chart, but he still wants hard to come back off from what he did off the field. Yeah, that they never even they never I'll even say, came out. was ever even proven either. It was all still speculations. Yep, nothing's and been proven allegations that we're probably dealt with under the table and we'll never hear about again. But, yeah. yeah, probably. So unless you guys have any connections in Houston that you want to yeah. link up with, try to figure something out. <laughs> Go we're pretty it. well out of it. Now, uh, sounds odd, but who is your go-to kicker? Cool. I was going to say, why would it not be the guy <laughs> from Atlanta? <laughs> Young Lake, Justin Tucker. No. Mr. Consistency. I was going to say, Justin Tucker is arguably one of the greatest kickers in history. And yeah, the military. Whoever's kicking for the Buccaneers this year. Yep. That's fair. It's, isn't that Ryan Suckup? I might still be a kicker. It might be. Not Cody Parkey. Amen. Not Steven Gostowski. I always liked picking the Panthers kicker because they could always get close, but they can never get in the end zone, so he kicked a lot of field goals. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm I mean, that's hero. not a terrible Joey strategy. Sly, that was his name. Yep, Isaac Sunflung Hero. Yep. That's right, we didn't forget about that. Probably pick him again this year because that's all they're going to do with Darnold. You don't pick a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, you're picking Cody Park here on one. Be quiet. Please do. I'm telling you, we're going to make Isaac the vampire team. We're not doing that. Yeah, I know. He told you about that? Yes. Uh, We are not doing that. No way. It would be wild, but... Oh, yeah. No thanks. They don't have anything else? No. Fans can look up vampire leagues on their own. Sure. One more thing. Najee Harris. Oh, I forgot about Najee Harris. How do you think Najee Harris does in Pittsburgh? Depends on their offensive line. I mean, he has the reins to be RB1, so... Right. He's going to be RB1. I don't know who else it would be at this point right now. James Conner's gone, so... That's true. He's he's in Arizona. He's he's their RB1. Kyler Murray is their RB1. He's just kind of there. That's true. Fair. Which he... I like I like watching Kyler Murray play. Yeah, he's for sure. Athletic, he's, he's fast. Well, then, before we get back to Najee Harris, I'll take the same thing over to Baltimore. How do you guys feel about J.K. Dobbins? That's what I was just about to ask. Even though Ooh, Lamar Jackson is gonna, still there, RB. I was going to say, I was going to throw J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne. I was going to say, who has the worst season between Etienne, uh, Najee Harris, and J.K. Dobbins? Who has the worst year? Etienne, because Etienne. he has split carries with Robinson. But Etienne. Etienne's also going to catch passes. And he yeah. still shares a backfield with James Robinson. 
I, I think I did give you the book, which is, which is part of my problem, because I really like James Robinson. <laughs> we'll uh, see. There's a lot they can do. I think if Urban Meyer runs that offense the right way, they they could be a dark horse. We'll they, see. they win five games max this year. Think so? Yep. I don't know anything about their defense. You so. can't go. I mean, their defense isn't great. They have a couple. They have a couple players. They're. We fortunately need eleven to win games. So you can't go one and fifteen and then rebound to a dark horse playoff contender the next year. It doesn't yeah. happen overnight. It doesn't. No. As a guy who watched his team go from zero and sixteen to making the playoffs, I promise it's not an overnight process. Oh, well, obviously. Well, no, it took you guys like fourteen quarterbacks. Exactly. And fifteen coaches. Mm-hmm. Well, Jacksonville didn't hire Freddie Kitchens and. Never drafted a 27-year-old in the first round, so they've already got that on you guys. Just had to bring that one up, didn't you? Yeah, I hit y'all where it hurt. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well, if nobody else has anything, that about concludes episode 26. Uh, make sure to follow us on all social medias at Hot Take Sports 16 and to look up our new website, hottakesports.online. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time.